Now, of course, yesterday, Caroline, was the cup. The race that cup. stops the nation. Well, the race that slows it down, at least. Yes, exactly. So we thought we'd have a slightly uncomfortable conversation this morning. Um, does the Melbourne Cup pass the pump test? You might have noticed, if you're online, certainly you would have noticed that there's a lot of people who say nup to the cup. There uh, were all sorts of protests, not just around uh, the racing industry, but around gambling as well. Yeah, and so the fellow that poured all that sludge onto the track uh, was actually protesting against gambling. He wasn't, you know, a vegetarian mm. or a vegan or an animal rights activist at all. It was about uh, how basically this and many other aspects to Australian life, but promote gambling and he's a problem gambler and that that was his frustration. Yeah. That was his result. Gambling is one of those tricky things, isn't it? Because it causes so much misery to families. But at the same time, people have a right to have a good time. You know, and if, and if you know, betting on something running fast is your, the, your ideal way to spend a Saturday afternoon, um, the nanny state shouldn't stop that happening. It's a, like it's it's a really tricky thing. Like everything that harms someone doesn't have to get shut down. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's the thing. Like maybe you took your own stance yesterday and went, you know what? I'm going to say nup to the cup. Not going to make a big deal out of it. Just not going to watch it. Yeah. Someone someone pretty close to me made that choice yesterday. Who was a total cup enthusiast up to about two years ago. Right. You know, I'm not going to say it was because yeah. You know, yeah. You can get a bit outy in these situations, yeah. but that person went. I had a chat day or two ago. No, not watching it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. and you know? and they, and they like used they to just, be a big aficionado. That's right, and they just reached a tipping point, and that was in reference. That was a combination of things. As the stories about, you know, how the animals are treated, um, how they can die on the track. Yeah, how that's all quite nasty. And I'm like, yeah, but mate, you know, it's a bit of fun, and there's so much fun, and just you know, and then there's all these people that are employed simply because. One horse race occurs, you know, yeah, all absolutely. the benefits from that. And I believe that people who work in the racing industry really love horses. I, be, I believe that with all of my heart. But at the same time, I just read a book called Horse, uh, which is a sensational book, and, uh, and it doesn't make you feel great about the racing industry. So um, 545-11927, what do you think? I, I saw so many debates online yesterday, people going, I'm saying up to the cup, and then and, and people just attacking them and going, well, where are you the other 364 days of the year? And you don't know how much people inside the racing industry love horses. And, 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 and they're all fair points, and that's exactly why we need to have yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Not shut it down. Yes. Let's have the chat. Are you saying up to the cup? We'd love to hear from you. We'll go over to Woody in Caloundra. Mate, uh, the Melbourne Cup, does it pass the pub test? I think it does. It's not just the cup. There's racing every day of the year. So why do these nup to the cup numpties decide to come out one day a year? Yeah, I think a lot of people say that. I guess it's because it's the day they're going to make the biggest splash, isn't it? It is, yeah. But you're saying that. The Cox Plate's a big day. The Everest in Sydney's a big day. The Stradbroke in Queensland's a big day. They just choose the Melbourne Cup to voice their opinions on everybody. And as far as the horses go, they're the best looked after hammer I've ever come across. 30-odd years I was in the game until injury forced me out. As a punter, I agree with the oversaturation of um, advertising. Yep. It, it annoys me. But it's not just horse racing. I punt on the football. I yeah. punt on the darts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't use my household money. I have yeah. an allowance. And, and, and that's where I stop. You're yes. not a problem gamble, Woody. No. So, you know, is it saying nut to the cup doesn't make any sense to you. I really appreciate your call, buddy. 
Thank you. Marianne's in Glasshouse Mountains. What do you say? personally because I'm not a gambler I'm not really interested in it but at the same time I don't have the right to choose for anyone else so I'm fine with people we've all got to be responsible for our own choices our own actions so at the end of the day I'm no for the Melbourne Cup but for anyone else who wants it good on them this message has come in it's a written message and it's from someone who normally rings us, so I'm not going to say their name because I okay. think they must want to be um, yeah, anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Caroline and Mark. I don't think the Melbourne Cup does pass the pub test. I don't gamble at all because I have a problem gambler in my family and I see firsthand the damage it does not just to the gambler but to their family. I'm not against people having fun, but I don't think a horse race should be a reason for a public holiday in Victoria and the amount of money that gets wasted on this one race is pretty disgusting. But the racing industry as a whole seems uh, like a good one to me. But for me, this one race does not pass the pub test. Here's another stat that I didn't even realise, but now that I look at it, it does make sense. Apparently, uh, domestic violence does have a spike on Melbourne Cup Day, which... It's quite shocking. It is shocking, but it, you know, so does it does on State of Origin Day that's too. Right, that's so right. it's 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 the alcohol that's yeah. consumed. Yeah, well, and and a gambling loss and a gambling doesn't loss, put yeah, you sure, in a good mood sure. either, Caroline. Mm. Don't forget that. Does the Melbourne Cup pass the pub test, Ron? What do you say? Uh, most definitely does. What doesn't pass it for mine is the amount of gambling ads we see on the TV. We got rid of alcohol. We got rid of tobacco. We got rid of those ads off the TV, yet we missed that one, which is just as destructive to families mm-hmm. and social structure. So, you know, I yep. really needs to be addressed. I agree with you, Ron. We're raising a generation of young people that know nothing other than being encouraged to gamble. Yep, really needs to disappear off screen, just sanitising it and making it look, look like, you know, uh, looking like it's cool. Well, the- that, that's the thing that frustrates me, Ron, is the gambling ads are fun. They're, yeah, they're actually yeah. really fun to watch. They suck me in. You know, the, the mm, one where yeah. they're running the auto bin down and all those weird comps they made up and all that stuff. It's actually entertaining to watch these commercials because they've got such massive budgets because people lose so much money. Yeah, I know. The ads are great to watch, but I don't like the theme. I believe uh, Foxtel's got 30% stake in a new gambling uh, app as well, which uh-huh. is interesting because they've got obviously a massive media force behind them. Mind you, though, if you're just hung over from the cup and you were listening to that conversation, Caroline. <laughs> You'd be like, shut up. Shut up. All right, I know. I, I know. Get it. I promise I'll say not to the cup next year. Is it just me or does everyone feel uncomfortable with Australia's love of gambling? It feels like saturation to me and I worry about the brainwashing of young minds. I've always tried out to point out to my kids that, you know, uh, Jamie Packer is rich because the house always wins. You know, you that's, that's what happens. People who own gambling sites, they become rich, not the people who attend those gambling sites and just tried to always hope that my kids kept that in perspective. Um, online wagering companies in Australia, as of next year, are no longer going to be able to use the phrase gamble responsibly at the end of their ads. Um, this is a change that's just come through from the federal government. By March next year, instead, they will have to use one of seven taglines. Now, these taglines will include, chances are you're about to lose. So if you hear a radio ad and gambling, it'll have to say, chances are you're about to lose. Or think, is this a bet you really want to place? 
or what's gambling really costing you or what are you prepared to lose today? Set a deposit limit. So there's seven of those and they'll come, which are a little bit like on cigarette packets, you know, look of someone's failing lung. You know, that's what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to make someone think twice before they place an ad. I don't know if it's enough. I I think that, you know, we've had a lot of callers this morning talking about um, the saturation of gambling ads on TV. And um, we've got Frank the Truckee on the line. What do you think, Frank? Growing up, I only remember one sports sports company, uh, betting company, the TAB, and now there's, I, I couldn't, I reckon there's about 50 of them. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And they've all and, got huge economic clout. Yeah, and, and it's like every, if it's not a betting ad on the TV, it's a junk food ad, so they're worried about, like on the different topic, they're worried about kids' obesity. So if you're not watching a, a betting ad, you're watching a junk food ad, and it's like, well, oh, I've never seen so many betting ads in my life. Yeah, it's, it's quite mad, isn't it? And so, look, the federal government is saying they are aiming for harm minimisation because, you know, as a lot of people say, well, you know, I just like betting. Don't take it away from me. And Drew from Noosa, what do you think? Yeah, of course it does. Everyone's got a right to do whatever they want. I just ask everyone to think about something. For the last two years, it was all taken away. Everyone whinged and bitched because they had nothing and they were locked down and they couldn't have any pleasure. Now they've got it back. All they want to do is whinge and bitch again. Yeah, I guess. I'm sorry, I should have asked the question there. Does it pass the pub test? But it's, you know, I, I guess we're always just trying to be better, do better, aren't we? Well, look, the interesting thing is, Caroline, is ultimately you can't make these things illegal because you drive them underground. You get that situation mm. in Australia where 50s and 60s, ultimately, they kind of had to make the TAB. Yeah. Because there was so much illegal gambling going on and they thought, well, if we, we can tax this. Mm. Now, you can argue whether or not that worked, but this new form of gambling that's going on on apps, a lot of those yeah. companies, those taxes are actually, they're based offshore. So mm. the Australian, like Australian community might say to itself, they're gambling, that's okay because a lot of that money goes into state coffers. And it doesn't. And, and Often it does not. Often mm. it's just going straight overseas, see you later, no tax for Australian citizens. So there's not even really a benefit from that. Mm. Sue from Rosemount, does the Melbourne Cup pass the pub test? Mark, it doesn't for me because um, it, I think I agree with a lot of the people so far this morning. Um, a lot of people um, like to just go and get dressed up for the day and I think that's probably what's the most attraction about it. It's just a horse race and um, it causes more harm than good, definitely. <laughs> it just yeah. be another day, yes, you know. Yes. Yeah, um, but it. yeah, it's just been it's such a tradition. And what would it be like if we just didn't have Melbourne Cup Day? I don't know. It's just um, that is a question that I think uh, a lot of people have asked themselves. Imagine being. No Melbourne Cup. Melbourne Cup free. Well, I think the point Sue's making is that uh, people have just got into this like, oh, it's a day that we go out, we meet our friends, we have some fun. get dressed up and, that, and, and we don't think about what the consequences around that day are. Melbourne Cup Day, does it pass the pub test? Let's go over to Steve. What do you say, Steve? Does the Melbourne Cup pass the pub test? Mate, I haven't seen one for probably 20 years. Yeah, right. So I, I grew up with a, an alcoholic gambler. Um, don't get me wrong, the man was yeah, a great dad. He um, he brought nine kids up. My mum never, ever worked. So all of a sudden, everybody started leaving home and he had all this money on his hands and it obviously went into alcohol and betting. Um, and it destroyed him. Yeah. Uh, pe- people don't really realise just the damage it does do. Like, for instance, I used to play soccer and our... 
Saturday ritual was that I'd walk with the old man to, to Granville, which is usually about five k's away from home. That was my warm-up, apparently. Yeah. And um, then I'd be given X amount of money to jump on the train to go to Parramatta, play football, and then I'd have to come and get him out of the pub when I came home. Right. That's, so, that's a lot for a kid, isn't it? I was 12, mate. Wow. Oh, Steve. And, yeah. Steve. And, and did that mean you are anti-grog, anti-gambling as a, as a grown-up? Yeah, I, I drink very little. I drink very little. I don't gamble at all. Maybe the lotto, and that's about it. But um, don't get me wrong. Like I said, the guy brought up nine kids. Um, that's that's a lot on any person, and and that probably took its toll to the extent that when he did have a lot of money on his hands, he just started. Well, I'll make up a bit of time and and start drinking. You know, they they talk about ice and all of these things being an addiction. Gambling's an addiction of the highest order because you don't realise it's creeping up on you. You get you get a win and you get that high, and then you've got to go back and and try and try and try again until you get that high again. Yeah, gee. I mean, Steve's dealt with it. You know, he's mm. he's okay with it. That was his upbringing. He's all right with it. But, geez, that's a tough life, isn't it? Yep, it is. And it's, a, it's an important thing to remember that um, gambling, we don't have control of it in Australia.